Hello and welcome to The Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. You want to know something about me? I'm not really a music person. Like, it just doesn't move me in the same way it seems to affect other people. I struggle to find things to listen to, and if forced to put on music in the car, I'll just put on the same thing I listen to over and over again. And don't get me started on live music. Oh, that's the worst. The people, and it's usually hot, and it never sounds as good as it does on the album. Like, why waste your money, you know what I mean? However, it's that time of year when I'm forced to pretend to be into music because it's Grammys season. The favorites going into the awards are Taylor Swift, of course, along with SZA and Billie Eilish, among others. Now, I wish I could say I know who exactly is going to win, but it's just, like I said, not my thing. I don't really know. But I also feel like the Grammys are one of the weirdest award shows out there because the people you'd expect to win never do. Like, I even say, like, like Adele was even like, why isn't Beyonce winning? Like, I mean, even the winners are like, why am I winning? So, you know, it's a weird show. But in the end, do you watch the Grammys to see who wins or do you watch for the performances? I kind of think you watch for the performances. I feel like most people do at least. So because I'm bad at music, I figured I'd bring on a friend who at least knows a thing or two about music. Today, I'll be joined by John Arthur Hill. You can listen to him Monday through Thursday on Sirius XM's Radio Andy, and you can see his fantastic live show all over the country. Literally, if there's anyone that I could just like sit down and talk with about pretty much anything, but music in particular, John would be the person to do it with. And it's just a really fun chat. I think you're going to like it. So let's get to it. Go on and grab a snack because I'll be right back with John Arthur Hill. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. John, my friend who knows music, hello. I, now, I wanted you to do this today because when I did your show, your SiriusXM show, which is, you know... Plug, good for you. That's Thank good, you. That's a good. That's a good moment. You seemed shocked when I said because you asked like, "Oh, what music do you want?" Because I guess it's serious. You can have any song you goddamn want. And I was like, right. "Oh, I don't care about music. I don't know music. I don't. I don't understand music." And you were like shocked by that. Most people have an in at some point, an entry point at somewhere in their life for a kind of music they like. But you really didn't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't. That's not my thing. Music is not my thing. I mean, I know music. I. I can I will say this is a moment this is a this is a humble brag moment. I was a, I was a plus one I will say but I was not I was still in the presence. I went to um Sia's house for her like love fest thing and she had a choir there and they were singing pop songs that I knew which a that never happens and b it made me feel old because they were all songs from the 90s and it was like literally my entire so it made so maybe I'm the same age as Sia which shocks me. I think I'm the same age as Sia as well, but let me ask, let me stop you there. What are the pop songs you know? 90s pop songs? Well, yeah, I know what was playing on the radio when I was in high school basically or that I like loved as a kid kind of thing. And that's where literally my musical knowledge, music knowledge kind of ends in college for me. And then part I just of, I stopped caring. 
part of what we do on my show is we do talk about that. Like it's really, it comes down to what songs you were, if you were ever listening to the radio, Mm -hmm. those are the songs you quote unquote know, which is what I always find with my guests. And for me, my knowledge is also limited because I stopped listening to the radio Mm. as a lot of us did when I stopped driving to school every day, driving to college, driving around in my car. Well, that's shocking for you to say, because you work in radio, John. I know, I know. I know. Well, <laughs> also when MP3 players came out, yes. when digital music came out, yes. it was not radio roulette. You know, it was like not what a hot 102.7 was just going to feed you. It's now yeah. listening to, I mean, what music are we even listening well, to? Well, That's now, why so. I love on things like Spotify or like Apple or whatever, because I don't, I, I I'll end up listening to the same thing over and over and over again, because I don't know what, where to go or what to look for that. They, they put these like, list together and i can never do the one they put together for me like based on my listening because it's bad you know and it always gives me bad things so i I do the curated ones mine too i i don't know where i'm going for new music here's what i used to do i used to go to blockbuster music at the listening station not video but blockbuster music and they yes was it blockbuster brand was it the video oh yeah i did not know they had a music like thing in the 90s, probably wow. 1994, 95, there was blockbuster oh. music. It was almost as if someone had uh, uh, surgically removed the music section of a Borders or Barnes & Noble and made it its own store. Oh. There were listening stations. You'd put the headphones on. You'd say, out of these 10 things, what do I respond to? For me, it was Jan Arden Insensitive. Yeah. It was... Yes. Um, the bitch Whatever song. Lesbian. Meredith Brooks, bitch. You <laughs> right, know? Exactly. It was Sean Colvin, Sonny's Still Coming Home. Thank you. Yes. That's that is my uh bailiwick. Wow. And so that's where I would go for to test out new songs, see what I responded yeah. to. But now I just ask the great AI in the sky of Spotify, what am I supposed to like? And it tells me some random indie Canadian yes. lesbian, which is by the way, pretty close. Yes. It's still Sean Colvin. <laughs> but not, but I, yeah, I sometimes wonder, I think we're in a dry spell, a little bit of a musical oh, Sahara I, desert. I, well, and this is, this is controversial of me, but I think the popularity of Taylor Swift is sort of like the vanilla latte situation happening in pop culture. It's like we, we're in mm. a boring moment for pop culture that the only good mm. thing we have is actually Taylor Swift giving out friendship bracelets, which is like, pardon my French, but it's <laughs> fucking lame. Like, like we're, we're all in our literally collectively, even if you are younger or older, we're all collectively in our thirties here. So like, let's stop with the friendship bracelets and obsessing over Taylor Swift is my opinion. There's so many layers to the Taylor Swift thing. I, first of all, I'm a, I'm a hater, I think, when it comes to TV and movies mm-hmm. a lot of times, but I'm a music lover. So mm-hmm. I can, not that I love every, everything, but I'm not a, I, I can l- get into loving Taylor. I can get, in, I can find something yeah. in kind of everyone music, movies and TV. I can pretty much hate it all, but yeah. music, I, I, I try to be as much as a, a lover as possible, not to quote a Taylor Swift song, but with her again, people who are buying music and going to see shows is largely kind of the same as it always was teen yeah. mm-hmm. teens and teen girls. And then those people grow up to be 30 year old homosexuals. So that's, Yes. Where the friendship bracelets come in. I, I suppose so. <laughs> I, I just, I feel like I, I look at the friendship bracelets and I saw so many friends this summer at Taylor Swift shows exchanging. 
friendship bracelets. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I have now a lot of ex friends because they're losers. I, <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't, I just can't condone that type of activity. Now I can condone obsessing over uh-huh. real housewives of Salt Lake city or like I, I can condone certain things, but the friendship bracelets is a line too far for me. Of course there is a, uh, a, an inherent cynicism or irony in going hard and fast in the fandom of a uh, real houses of Salt Lake city. There is an earnest, um, saccharine saccharinicity yeah. to yes. friendship bracelet swapping, yeah. but that is the we've said. Okay, here's your pocket. Okay, okay, everyone in culture, mm-hmm. you're gonna the little bucket for earnestness is gonna be Taylor Swift friendship bracelets. If you want that, that's where that's the oasis you go for to participate in that. Yeah. Oh. And no. I don't usually participate in earnest. Well, it also makes me think of, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up the listening stations at Blockbuster Music because it reminds <laughs> me of the Virgin Megastore because um, I was in New York and they had the listening stations yeah. at Virgin. And it uh-huh. made me, I didn't think about this until just now when you brought this up. Like, we really were just like, let's go. Any germs, put them on my ears. Like, oh, I was yeah. I was in New York City, Times Square, going mm-hmm. to, between works and jobs and gigs, going to a in Times Square a place to put something that was probably on the ears of thousands of probably disgusting people on my ears. And you're fine. I'm just going to. Am I? Am I though? <laughs> Am I? Because like my back hurts. Everything uh-huh. hurts when I stand up. I, I, I feel like I have to clean my ears a lot. I, I have dandruff. I don't know if I'm actually fine. You should sue Virgin. Oh. retroactively now no. sue virgin airlines yes. hotels yes for the megastore damage this is trump's america <laughs> this is trump's america and it's all because uh-huh. of those goddamn listening stations <laughs> i just had a flash yeah. of times square when i was uh I, we i think we were there at the same time Probably. i think we we're the same age kind of but yeah. i remember uh it, my first Broadway show running around town with my little friends in our abercrombie parachute pants oh, see, or i was whatever. never thin enough for abercrombie but go on well, they were baggy, yeah. but I remember. Uh, for you, fl- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever go through a period? Let me just pose this simply to you: What is your thought on flip flops in the subway of Manhattan? Oh, no, no, there's no, there is no open-toed shoes happening in the city of New York in the zip code in any zip code that is Manhattan, Agreed. Brooklyn, Queens, New Jersey, especially not Staten Island. And there's but grass there, but do no. It. People, people do, do it. it. People I still do it. see it. Yes. And it's gross and it's too much. And it's, 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 I don't understand it. I do condone it in Los Angeles because there's a car culture here that allows you to escape the filth in a way sure. that you cannot escape in New York city. If mm-hmm. you are wearing open toed, anything that exposes your feet in New York city, you probably have some sort of disease. Or spreading one. Or spreading yeah. one. Like like the Virgin Megastore listening stations, mm-hmm. ear diseases. Like there probably is. We probably all have these conditions. I bet you in like 40 years, scientists will learn that some cancer that we all have is because of those goddamn listening stations. Yes. And then you can sue Michelle Branch because oh, you wanted to listen to her album so yes. bad. You had to put those dirty cans, <laughs> the dirty cans. I can't. I'm trying to think of a Michelle Branch song that I can't now, but I know I know. You're everywhere to Oh, me. yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. That happens. I love, well, John, I, love I need to ask you. So let's let's go yeah. over a little bit with the Grammys because that is the thing that's happening in the world of music right now. And we both collectively before we got on, and I even said in my intro too, I I don't I don't I mean maybe this is our age I don't think it is because I think the Grammys are also just kind of fucked up but I know a lot of the nominees I will say that but I don't know 
all of them. And I can't even mm. say I know many of the songs that are in the nominee, like that are nominated for the major categories. Are you in the same boat? I am absolutely in the same boat. <laughs> I have a general knowledge of some of these people. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, I think I am just now old and that's okay. Yes. Um, yes. I sound like the old people when I was a teenager saying, what is this noise? Who are these whiny people? Well, and that's literally what I kind of feel like. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like too, but I will say that like, what is interesting about this is in years past with the Grammys, they often nominated really kind of niche bands and artists that were in other genres that weren't necessarily popular, aren't on mainstream mainstream radio. And it feels like, especially with like, for example, Record of the Year, I know most of the names, which I think is an indication like other award shows like the Oscars going with 10 Best Picture nominees and having a focus more on sort of like, you know, broader nominating so that more people can watch the show because it's all about ratings in the end and we'll be getting people to watch those commercials. So like, I feel like the Grammys kind of broadened it a little bit because I know like the record of the year, we all know who, I mean, do you know who John Baptiste is? I do. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm not sitting at home. <laughs> I'm not listening to him. Although listening. I did listen to the Disney soundtrack of that one Pixar movie that he did. I'd listen to that. I can't remember the you name know, of the movie. I really do. Uh, <laughs> sure. I enjoy his music. What was the year that well, I think it might've been last year that out of nowhere, uh, Bonnie Raitt won. Yes. Which I liked to see. I enjoyed well, of course. that. That was nice, actually. Um, let me ask you one thing. Yes. I know who votes for the Emmys, the Oscars, mm-hmm. the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Um, who is voting? Who are the Grammy voters? Virgin Megastore managers. <laughs> that- <laughs> Michelle Branch alone. <laughs> yes, Michelle Branch her, alone. No, I don't Avril know. Levine. I don't know. I don't know if it is like the Oscars where your respective brand. producers. I mean, I know that the Grammys organization has been in a lot of hot water over the years because of their mm-hmm. leaders and certain accusations that have come from their leaders or from mm-hmm. people against leaders of the organization. So I don't know if they've like made an effort to sort of change up who gets to vote or anything. I will say <laughs> that I feel like the Beyonce snub of it all of the major categories probably led to changes in voting. I would assume. I don't know. Like if Adele is up there winning a Grammy being like Beyonce should have won. I feel like someone would have made a rule change. (laughs) I know. I'm just trying to figure out my metric for how to process the nominations. Cause I can say, Oh, well if it's a bunch of old white guy producers, they're probably going to give it to so-and-so and so-and-so yeah. if it's a bunch of new blood, mm-hmm. then it'll probably, but I really don't. Otherwise it's just left up to me and my, my just to be honest, bad old taste. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes, exactly. No, I feel you. Well, okay. So have you heard of boy genius before? Yes. Now I am. When, I don't know boy said, genius. I don't know. Boy okay. Genius. When all is said and done, I am an alternative female <gasps> rock that's my core. Okay. I'm Bjork, oh, I'm Tori wait, Amos, the I'm girl, Courtney Love. All the women in the band. I did see them, I think, on SNL. Yes, you did. With Phoebe Timothy Bridgers. Chalamet. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. See, now that's how I know stuff, because of TV yeah, and film. Exactly. Yeah. There is a, there, that's where we converge. Um, I, I like them, but it, yeah, I'm aren't super they, into Phoebe Bridgers. Aren't they just like, you know, Heim, but like more poppy? And not related. Oh, they're not related. Okay, they're not related. I think it's kind of three <laughs> solo artists, as, you know, who kind of did a yeah. I mean, but we're all United. related, kind of in the end, you know. Aren't we though? Aren't we? This though? is all incestuous. Aren't we though? Yeah, Miley yeah. Cyrus. We know. I loved Flowers. Did you like Flowers? Now, see, it, 
when flowers hits my ears, I want to shut it off. But that's Why? me. I, it's something about the chord progression. I know it's a good, well-written song. What did you song. just say? What did you just say? I am an emotional music listener. When things hit me, I either respond to it or don't. And I don't oh. love the, the music of the song. And it, and I love her, but yeah. it's not my favorite song. I mean, I feel that. Now, did you did, did you respond to the chord progression? Is that what you just said? Uh, yeah. What Was I Made For from Barbie, Billie Eilish? Yes, more so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, now that one hit me, but because of the visual element. I don't find mm-hmm. myself, I mean, sometimes I'll listen to it on its own, but again, mm-hmm. it's because I'm being nostalgic for the film and not so much for the song. Does, right. does, does that, do you, do you have that too? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And it was interpret. I saw a drag performer <gasps> lip sync oh, okay. to, to this song and it almost made me cry. And that's what I think oh. about. So it's an emotional level. See, the only reason a drag queen should make you cry is because they either, they hurt themselves or their makeup. <laughs> Or they're hurting you. Or they're Physical hurting abuse. you. Yes, that's true. That's true, too. <laughs> now, I do know Victoria Monet only because my Gail King. I watch CBS mornings every single morning when I'm okay. not doing your show on Sirius XM. Hey. And I love my Gail King. And she was speaking with the Miss Victoria Monet. And she seems real sweet. She is, I believe, I hope I'm getting this right, like uh, one of the most nominated queer artists in history. Wow. Uh, like in a single year or something. I'm not familiar. Oh. This is where you you pick up. I I stop. Did I, I don't know her? Wow! Yeah. I have my finger on the pulse. Clearly, I, I don't support queer artists. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of queer artists, not queer artists, but queer people love her. Olivia Rodrigo for Vampire. I have no idea what that song is. I do. Yes, you, I fully uh, support. Again, it's I'm a female angst artist. That okay. is who I am in my core. I love the first album. I know this album is even better, uh, critically acclaimed. Um, there's something, I think this is also why I'm old, but when I when I hear someone cussing and saying the F word so much yeah. in a bunch of songs, like, I don't know, sometimes it takes me out. I battle road rage. Okay. So when, okay. I am, when I'm amped up, mm-hmm. I don't need to hear, or I don't choose to hear someone Being. giving me some, I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I, mean, I, I need I to calm down. I feel you. Don't trust me. I mean, I don't have road rage, but I have a very good, a good friend of ours, I should say. I think you know him, Elliot Glazer, who um, mm-hmm. passed guest on this podcast, longtime friend of mine. He, he passed gas on this podcast? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes, he did, probably. Uh-huh. Um, he eats a lot of protein. <laughs> uh, but he, no, he has horrible road rage as well. And mm. so I'm, I'm a passenger of road mm. rage. And so I can relate. That's worse. Yes, it is. Because I'm, I don't have road rage. I'm not a road rage person. I barely I'm trying it takes everything for me to honk I'm working on it and what has really helped is to not listen to music but to listen to Barbara Streisand reading her book on the slow setting on the slow setting Mm -hmm. how uh, you're gonna you're gonna finish that book in 2030 I already finished it I was so addicted to it I started in like November and I finished the whole thing and it really did calm me down behind the wheel when I'm hearing her talk about yes. ice cream, food, brownies without walnuts, whatever. <laughs> it makes me say, you know what? You go right ahead and cut me off. Do actually cut me off again. Actually, you take my parking space. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. Barbara's talking. Barbara's yeah. talking. Take I your time. All the time. I got wow. all the time in the word. Well, the last two nominees for record of the year are Taylor Swift, anti-hero. Um, what, what did you think of Taylor Swift's album this year? I mean, you know what I thought of it. I liked it a lot. I loved it. Really? I went to see her live. Yes. <gasps> Did you Whatever. have a friendship bracelet? No. No, you didn't. No. And oh, I God. I really struggled to get through the show because the people around me were 
so highly annoying. Oh, how so? Um, uh, dressing in costume and mm. screaming stuff to mm-hmm. her like she's paying attention to every word you say. Like she can't hear you. Were and you she's close? Not gonna, Did you have good seats? I was, I was very close. I have one of my very good friends is one of her backup singers who only oh. has great things. You know, we this is such an up. LA gay thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know this someone was a who knows thing. someone. <laughs> she was, my friend Camila Marshall was one of the, uh, my co-stars in Hairspray and she okay. is the greatest. And at the last minute, I wasn't even planning on it. I was like, can I see you for coffee? I'm not going to go to your show. And she was like, actually, if you want to come. Oh, like. Well, that's fun. Now I feel bad because you, I, I shit on an artist that one of your friends is employed by. No, it's all good. I see the cultural um, perspective okay. of, of I mean, listen, when I go through the news every day about what's happening and every headline is uh, Taylor Swift, something con- conservatives think that she's a psyop. Yeah. Um, like, what is happening? I don't. <laughs> let's let's it move is on. So, yeah. That's what I mean. That now, because pop culture is so boring, it has mm-hmm. spilled over into politics, which we know is inherently boring. But Taylor Swift is even becoming a part of that now. What must that be like? I, yeah. everyone is bored. Um, well, the final nominee is Kill or is SZA for Kill Bill. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I know, I know some of the TikTok trends involving SZA, mm-hmm. but I don't know a lot of, um, I don't know a bunch of Kill Bill, to be honest. I think it'll win. You think so? I think SZA will win. Oh, no? what makes you say that? I don't know. I just think it, it's, it's, it's pop. It's cool. Yeah. It's indie. It's mainstream. It's everything all at once. Mm-hmm. Everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Yeah. And I just love her. I mean, okay, I'll trust you on that because I know nothing. So there, there, that's my pick as well. I think they also need to launch someone like that. I think she I needs agree. to go from this level she needs to she needs big. St- yeah, totally. I Let's com- give it to her. I completely agree with that. Well, I'm not going to go over each other category, but I just want to throw out some other nominations that, that okay. are out there. I was Lana Del Rey in album of the year. I feel like that was a surprise. And I feel like there's two camps on Lana. I personally think that it's um, depressing music and I don't listen to it because it just makes me want to do bad things to myself. Um, mm. But other people, many people in my lives love a Miss Lana Del Rey. And she's never really been a big Grammys sort of, hit so like her getting album of the year nomination feels kind of wild what's your take on lana believe it or not i was second row of the snl performance that first one that is oh, so wow. insanely memed yeah i don't believe that one <laughs> yeah um <laughs> and i have been a fan since day one i sometimes can't listen to it oh. but i understand she stuck it out and it's like i'm gonna stay here until i'm so like yeah. alternative that you see me as critically. Yes. I acclaimed. like her personality. I like, I, do too. I love her personality. I love how she handles being herself in the media. She's a true artist. She's a true artist, but she's also kind of funny. And I don't think an mm-hmm. intentional way, but I think it is still funny. And she like, even the stunt of her working at IHOP or whatever, like, what was that about? Like Waffle house or Waffle house. Y- thank you. Yeah. I don't, no, she was just there, I think, for a long time and thought it would be yeah. funny if she she was joking around with the waitress, like, oh, what if I put on your thing? And I, you know, Which took a photo. It's just crazy, but yet also kind of incredible. And the guy she's dating or was dating is I'm very intrigued by that. Yeah, I forget his name, but uh, I don't know his name either. It's not the uh, cop the, anymore, though. That ended badly, right? Oh, did it? Oh, I, I don't so. know. I think it did. She, yeah, it she was badly. dating a proud bisexual, which I find. Oh, well. I mean, Intriguing. I feel like proud bisexual. Like, I mean, I like 
I would never say I'm a proud <laughs> gay man. Like, I mean, do we have to be proud? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like only bisexuals are proud. Like everyone else is just like, I'm just this. Mm, I did see, I, I fell into a TikTok rabbit hole about people who are proudly ace, well, which is a new th- asexual. Oh, asexual. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, you don't need proud before that. <laughs> like it's one of those things. You just don't need it. Well, I think you and I, again, not to get too specific about how old everyone is, but I'm like, <laughs> like, like sweet spot of Gen X, yeah, okay. you know, or like actually the last year, but yeah. like, I definitely am a little bit like, I don't need to go to a parade. Like I'm, yes. I've never been yes. not proud. I've been always, I, I will admit I am, I am definitely a millennial and in that bracket, but I am definitely in the camp of please just stop with the rainbows and the parades. I can't take it. Let's just all sit down and have a nice little cocktail and have a conversation. You know what I mean? Well, I like the idea of the rainbows in the right. It's more like, um, I support it, but I don't want to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of more observe. Yes. I'm not in the center of the parade, but yes. I like to be on the outskirts yes. saying, okay, good for you, but I'm going to, I'm know. the les. I'm the successful lesbian coffee shop owner who will donate, mm. but don't ask me to go. Right. I'm, I'm also just too tired. Yeah. I'm too tired. I'm the aunt Jackie of homosexuals. I just can't yes. like from Roseanne, just please just let me be weird into myself and keep like, do my thing and y- go fly, be free. But I'm not, I'm wearing the weird sweaters. And pride for me is showing up every day yeah. at work and being, and talking about whatever gayness is yeah. natural to come out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't look cute in rainbow. I look good in a solid color. Oh, same. Oh my God. Same. Well, at the, at the CEO event, she required us to wear red um, for at the, like everyone had to wear red. So uh, essentially it just seemed like one big, you know, corporate meeting for target employees. It just every, mm. like literally everyone looked like Alex from target and it just, <laughs> it became but yet not as good, not as hot as Alex from Target. So it just sort of was weird, you know? It was uh it was it was a weird I don't I'm I'm a black person. I wear black all the time. Yeah, red's not my color. I can do a solid Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Well the last nominee I want to talk about is Jack Antonoff, who he is sort of I mean, obviously lead singer bleachers, past fun, but yet he's the producer both for Lana Del Rey and for Taylor Swift, kind of like the I don't know how to describe him even like indie. He's not alt because he's definitely mainstream with Taylor Swift. So like he's sort of just like a, a he is a boy genius. Sorry, band, but he is a boy right. genius. Yeah, I listened to um, his tracks. He has figured out the secret sauce. Yes. He truly has figured yes. out the ear, literal ear candy, mm-hmm. little tiny things in every song. They sound very sparsely produced, yeah. but every second is curated to make your ears jizz yes yes bleachers lord um, lord yes all of them that he touches they all have um if you go through the track itself Mm -hmm. little ring here and a drum beat there they're just magic for your ears yeah i mean i am a big fan of bleachers i will say even though i don't care about music i am a big fan of bleachers which there you go same maybe maybe i'm evolving i love bleachers i like the bleachers album from 10 years ago Oh, I didn't know there was one 10 years ago. Maybe it was 10 years ago and I still listen to it and don't realize it's 10 I years ago. I think that's probably it. It's, yeah. Is it white and black? Yes, it is. Uh, yes, that's it 2018. Is. Oh, wow. Not, not 10 years ago, but it's, or maybe it's 2012. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Let's just say that. Yeah. Wow. Well, Love bleachers. I do want to ask you, outside of the Grammy nominations, I want okay. to know, because this is an experience that I have, and maybe it's why I have a complicated relationship with music, but I distinctly remember when I was a kid, 
hiding. So I would like sort of artists like Bette Midler or like, mm. you know, Whitney Houston or Janet Jackson or whatever, but they weren't cool to listen to in my school at the time because everyone was listening to like Dave Matthews band and shit. Like they were listening to like crap and I wasn't listening to those things. And so I would hide my Bette Midler CD in like a Dave Matthews band CD album just so that no one would see what wow. I, or know what I was listening to. And as someone who is musically inclined, who also is a homosexual, I want to mm-hmm. know, were you ever embarrassed to openly admit the music that you loved or, or do you ha- have that experience now? Wow. There's so much in that. Yes. Yes, I was because I was trying to, I was always a singer and I was always trying to like be, uh, you know, obsessed so I could get a job in a Broadway show. So I was like, I was hiding some Les Mis and Phantom of the Opera and Miss Saigon cast recordings, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but after a while I was, um, I found enough people who liked what I liked and I wasn't, I wasn't that ashamed actually. But when I was in school, I'm older than you, there was, there was a a shift in music. There was no Britney Spears. There was no, Mm. um, Pop music hadn't really happened yet. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> Zoom does that. Where it, Anyone listening, a Zoom a thumbs up just popped up on the video because AI is taking over everything. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, th- like I was Pearl Jam, yeah. Nirvana. Oh, okay. You um, were grunge. Garden. Yeah. So it was a little bit like there are no rules. Listen to. And so people would be like, oh, that's hilarious and funny that you're listening to phantom of the opera that must be super hardcore and hilarious and dumb there wasn't it wasn't um snobby yet it was kind of like do do what you want to do and i also had pretty fairly good taste oh oh if you don't say so yourself (laughs) like at the time i lost it along the way well but as a kid i kind of did when you were able then to like go full into musical theater situations were you sort of in like a mecca of being able to openly be like I love this show cast album and I love this song by Barbara Streisand and I love whatever. Was that like a freeing thing for you? Cause I don't feel like I've ever kind of had that. I, I ended up becoming a bad Broadway gay because I ditched all that and kind of, I, I did enough to get into shows and to memorize certain songs, but I always stayed true to my kind of grungy nineties roots. I was always more, um, that and so when i got to broadway shows i stood out because i didn't have a musical theater book for auditions it wasn't like can you sing curly from oklahoma it was like yeah um you know i could sing melissa etheridge or whatever oh melissa etheridge i did i did mm-hmm. back in the day i did enjoy a melissa etheridge moment i remember that come to my window but no, 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 I, I, I didn't like that gwyneth paltrow wanted to come to her window I don't like that either. You know, I sang that song for my uh, Six Flags audition for the country music show, which I booked. And I talk about that in my solo show. You'll see it when you come. Wow. Yes. I cannot wait. Uh, That's why. Well, just to explain people for the reference, Gwyneth Paltrow, I believe, was in the music video for Come to My Window. She was in one of the music videos from Melissa Etheridge during that period. Was it that or was it? Juliette Lewis was as well. I want to come over. Might have been. Oh, it might have been that. It might have been that. I mean, let's be real. They're all kind of the same. 
they are from that album <laughs> yes i am they all are basically the same song sorry melissa etheridge yeah she's not she's very rich she didn't yeah, do a shit she's doing fine one of my favorite melissa etheridge song moments ever is when she won the academy award for her song for an inconvenient truth mm-hmm. and she made some joke about how it was the first time she ever held a little naked man and i thought it was <laughs> one of the funniest things to this day it is still one of the funniest things i've ever i've ever gone over well i want to go over because yeah. because I don't know a lot of artists, I just kind of want to do like a like your hot take on some particular okay. artist and just sort of get get a sense of where you are with pop culture at this moment. Okay, now I'm going to do what I like when people come on my show and do, and I, I'm going to I'm going to go extra hot, even if I don't know what I'm talking about. Please, oh my god, okay. please, yes, summer, right. summer, modern, summer, not. Okay, here we go. Okay, okay. Taylor Swift, garbage. Oh wow. <laughs> no, I love her. Love her. <laughs> typical typical gay bar response really harsh take it all back and let's soften it for a second (laughs) whitney houston the greatest of all time my favorite truly did you watch the biopic though i i did it does none of that's ever gonna be okay people really missed out doesn't matter how good ai is doesn't matter how good a hologram ever becomes you will never understand what it was like to live in this world while she was on the earth oh. presently singing no voice has ever been better the nash i don't know if you maybe because we would have overlapped in, in ages of like schooling years did they ever use her version of the national anthem for your morning sort of like i pledge allegiance situation this is when we know that you grew up in san francisco right no i did not i grew, grew up in st louis missouri y'all got songs for the no <laughs> we had an old white mean person saying Everybody pray to Jesus right this very second. There was no Whitney Houston. There was no singing. Well, we did it was not get that. it was so big and it was so lauded that like it just became what at least all the schools in my area were doing. They were like, well, I mean, no one's ever yeah. done it better. It's the only version. It's the only version. Oh my god. Okay, Kelly Clarkson, the best white singer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Truly. it's kind of true. When she did, there was Cher had that horrible Christmas song come out this year. Mm-hmm. The DJ play my Christmas mm-hmm. or Christmas. Oh song. my god! When she covered it, when she when Kelly Clarkson covered it, I was like, Kelly, just please, just do this album. Yep, it was so Her voice good. Is unstoppable. The How greatest. does she do yeah. it? Especially after, that's natural. I'm, I was going to say something, but I'm not. I was going to be mean. I was going to be catty. But I'm not going to do it. And I'll tell you after we stop recording. I bet I know what you were going to say. <laughs> you know exactly what I was going to say. Because um, I'm on it too. Okay. Madonna. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> I will say I Madonna back. played a huge. Of all musical artists when I was a kid. Madonna was like like up there. Like I remember being at a, one of those Lone Star like steak like chain restaurants, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, and when the Ray of Light album came out and I had, there was a street side records next door to Lone Star or whatever the fuck it's called. And I snuck out. I said, mm-hmm. I had to go to the bathroom and I think it's going to be a long one. And I went out the front door, <laughs> the front door of the restaurant. I, I had saved my money up for the deluxe album just to go next door to street side to buy it. And then I stuffed that stuff down my pants, came back to the dinner. Wow, you were such a secret smuggler of music. I was. I wish you could go back in time and tell little H. Allen, be proud of that. Because Ray yeah. of Light is one of the best albums ever created. It's and true. you were right. It's. I know I was. I was right. But the problem is yeah. I was also in a Mormon family. It was like, of course, awkward to have a Madonna album at the tape. Girl, you know I get it. I mean? She was banned in my house. We weren't allowed to even yeah. listen. Yeah. But 
I listen, I love her. She doesn't need me. She's got yeah. plenty of fans. I didn't, I, 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 I'm such a early morning person. I'm not a night owl. I, I was at opening night of the Barclays Center show. Oh. She was real fucking late wow. and I didn't appreciate it. And I love her. Please go see her show. It is the best show ever. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. Being late is too much. Being late is too much. Um, okay. Nicki Minaj. Um, I'm scared. Accountability. Oh, interesting. Get Go get some. Interesting. I, lo- I love and support and a forever barb, but for now, get some consultation before you act. I like before that. you speak out. Have a PR training situation. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. that is helpful for so but many people. Ninety nine percent of the time, top notch. Love every single thing she does. Didn't yeah. love the past week. Yeah, this past week has been. It hasn't. <laughs> it hasn't been great. No, it hasn't mm-hmm. been great. Um, Impulse yeah. control. Beyonce. Okay. Literally perfect. Now, see, okay, this is interesting. I enjoy a Beyonce. I do. Did you see the film? Which one? Oh, that one. Um, the Renaissance film. I feel like she's done. Well, she did the Lion King film too, and she did, uh-uh. like, you know, other things. Um, I said the same thing. You have yeah. to see the movie. You <laughs> yes. have. Did you see the concert? No, no, because I, I don't do live music. I mean, I'll go to your show. Fine, yes. but you need to see the Renaissance uh, film to see what was all Isn't happening. Isn't it like in that three show. hours? Like, I mean, a Beyonce film does not need to be the same length as Schindler's List. It doesn't. It's the show. It's her concert, and you're gonna want to see it. And you, okay. I promise you, take my advice. You, you will say, "Oh, now I get it," and you don't want to have to come back and say you're sorry. So just say, "Put it on your list." Okay, I'll watch it when it's streaming, and I'll let you know. But I think, I think that's too long for any show for me. I'm just saying. I have maybe three minutes of attention span yeah. and I'm so glad I spent uh, my time watching that movie. I would see it again. Okay. It's incredible just to see what some, what an artist is doing. She's doing something really incredible. Okay. Janet Jackson. Really nice. Oh, you know her. I've only, I met her once and I was producing a show and she came on. It was one of those shows where like I could have been fired, had something gone wrong with the talent, you know? Yeah. And she made my day and she made, the whole show she came popped in and out was super sweet wow. to work with chill af and super nice i was never a big janet fan musically oh. just uh, um i i appreciate it i love it i support it yeah. it's not what i seek out to listen to but um as i i love her she's so sweet her rhythm nation and uh-huh. madonna's um uh, i'm breathless the dick tracy soundtrack album are my two f- first albums that i ever owned wow yeah yeah and, and, and d- I also have when I was a couple years later when she came out with the Janet album, I really wanted mm-hmm. it. But my Mormon grandmother saw the album cover because her navel was on the cover yes. or whatever, and she was like, "I will not buy that." And we were at Venture in St. Louis, Missouri, suburb of St. Louis, Kirkwood, and it's a chain doesn't exist anymore. And so I stuffed Janet down my pants again, more You're stealing, and, so many and I gave I gave my grandma, uh, uh, Amy Grant. Or that baby baby album to buy because that was the Christian friendly one. And you know what? Both are fantastic. This is how gay guys end up being so good at being sneaky. <laughs> we had to think of that shit when we were little kids. Yeah. 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 It's true. But I I'm, stuffed a pack of cigarettes down my pants oh. in Cancun. My dad got a free trip. And for some reason he and I went instead of me, him and my mom. And we went and like, we went to amazing uh, visited amazing local cuisine like Wendy's <laughs> and I did the calculations in my brain. I was 12 and I thought, Oh, I can buy cigarettes. Yeah. I just wanted to try one. I bought a pack of cigarettes in the gift shop of the hotel we were at, 
stuffed it in my pants and smuggled them home on a Southwest flight back to my house. Smoked one, barfed, never smoked again until I was 20. Oh, wow. I smoked for 10 years I, in Germany is when I started. When I was a what kid. was your brand? Oh, well, I switched over the years, but I started with um, Marlboro. Lights? No, Marlboro. Okay. I, I, All right. Par- I, and then I went to, uh, oh God, the Camels. I went to Camel. And then mm-hmm. I forget, I had I had a Parliament Lights moment because I thought they were fancy because they had that long yes. filter with the thing, you know? A divot. A divot, mm-hmm. yes. But then I ended <laughs> my last brand, and this is when you know, this is why my voice probably sounds the way it does to this day. I ended with Paul Mall Reds. That was- Bam. Yeah, that was my, that was my last. That's I had real. that for two years and then was like, no more, we're done smoking. Now you say you don't like, like live music, but did yeah. you ever go to a concert and what was the first one? I did. Well, the first one when I was a kid, so I was like brought to was Belinda Carlisle when she was doing Heaven on Earth. I was a very little child, but I, it was at Six Flags Mid-America and she Hell was yeah. performing and it was fantastic. And then later on, I learned that Diane Keaton, one of my heroes, style heroes, personal heroes, you know, I love her to death. She directed the music video, um, Heaven on Earth. What? Yeah. Yeah, so Did all those know. all those little Earths flying through the air and stuff in that video, that's all Diane Keaton's crazy idea. Holy crap. Yeah. Didn't know. What was yours? John Denver. Oh, 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 oh. Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Is that what it is? I don't know. Is that him? Yes. My parents dragged me, you know, it was like a singing with the symphony or something. And then it was Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry, be happy. And then it oh. was the Beach Boys, which apparently is like a really cool one. Oh, I know Bobby say. McFerrin's daughter. She's also a very talented singer. I've heard that. Yes, she was a guest on uh, my other podcast, You're Making It Worse, and she's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was a great show. I don't remember. I was very, uh, very young. Nice. Nice. Well, my last artist I want to know from you, and this is a personal one because she's kind of therapy for me. It's just mm. the only of all musical artists, the one I turn to to calm down mm. is Adele. Tell me thoughts on Adele. Greatest vocalist of all time. I mean, it's so yeah. good. And to transcend in our day and age, it's hearkening back to like the Barbaras of the world, actually, yes. to be honest, like almost like a traditional, almost like a musical theater or, a, or yes. not, not classical. So I'm trying to say, but a um, legit type of song transcends yeah. to the pop chart is unheard mm-hmm. of. It's truly, I mean, I, I'm a horrible flyer. I'm really bad at flying and not just because I'm fat and I am terrified um, because I'm just terrified. I'm a bad flyer. And so on takeoff and landing and any bumps, Adele immediately comes on. I love an easy listening. I love a soft rock. I love Coast mm-hmm. 103 FM. Oh, so yes, anything yes, that's yes. ever close to that is my jam. And I love a female singer more than I, I don't love male singers as much. But um, there was a period of time, I believe it was even last Christmas, two Christmases ago, when everyone was taking water under the bridge and twerking to it. Have you seen these videos? This <laughs> no, was the but now I'm going life. to. Wow. My <laughs> life. It was... There was a certain dance. It was Megan the Stallion, actually. It wow. was there was they were doing Water Under the Bridge to the choreography of like P U S S Y. And it was it is brilliant. Elves in certain malls were doing it. Uh wow. kids in their living rooms. Uh, that is wild to me. I, Water Under the Bridge is my favorite Adele song. That I mean, that that's a pretty great song. I've been listening a lot lately because the her last album didn't do, do crazy, crazy well, but I've been listening mm. to I Drink Wine a lot and I love that song. Mm. And it's just, I mean, I don't even need to drink wine with it. I just think that if you're going to die, either in a plane situation or whatever, I think it's cool to say that Adele is the last thing you listen to. It means you're classy and maybe have you a are. smart book that you've never read on the bedstand next to you. You are so 100% 
correct about that. Like I sometimes think if I'm driving through my road rage and I think if I were to die, if like what's on the radio right now, and I definitely don't want it to be the audiobook of a little life because that is bleak. Yeah. And you don't want it to be some dumb podcast or anything like you want, like the last thing you're listening to, do you really want that to be the sound of some of Joe Rogan? No, you want it to be Adele. (laughs) You want it to be Adele. Thank you. So, my advice is just listen to Adele a lot. All the time. All the time. Just all the time. <laughs> yeah, John, she wants that too. I love you. This is so much I fun. Love you too. Uh, where can people see your shows, follow you? You're going all over the world. You're doing all kinds of crazy things. How can people listen to you? Listen to Sirius XM Radio, Channel 102, every morning with Andy Cohen in the mornings. My show on Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific. You can follow me at John Arthur Hill on Instagram. I'm going to be in L.A. March 1st, Mm. uh, D.C. March 13th, New York City, March 15th, Seattle, April 13th. Anyway, I'm going to be all over. So come see me live. That's where it's all happening. And then again, April 7th, I believe. You might be a guest star. Yes. If you're still open to that. Um, of course, okay. I'm still open to it. Of course, I am. Please and come. they can listen to you every single morning, right? Every single morning on Sirius or every Monday. Monday th- through Thursday. Thursday, yes. Andy Cohen Live. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, John, thank you so much. Thank you. I love you so much. Thank you for having me. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And leave a little rating and review wherever you're listening to this. It really does help the podcast. And for the latest news and podcasts, head to Newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the social platforms. And while you're at Newsweek.com, be sure to subscribe to my newsletter for the culture. It's fun. It goes out twice a week. We're covering everything this award season. So prepare for some unhinged content, but it's fun. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.